Hi, this is Pastor David Cooper. Thank you for joining my podcast. I pray that the Word of God will be a blessing to you. I also want to ask you to share the podcast with others. Together, we can make an impact in people's lives as we introduce them to the Word of God. Thank you for your partnership and ministry of the Mount Perrin family and our outreach. I pray that the Word of God will be a blessing to you today. One thing is for certain, all of us share a common enemy, the problems of life. We all go through difficult times and challenging times as well as great times. We look for ways we can get through the challenges of life, solve the problems of life, overcome the difficulties of life. Even the Christian life has challenges. It has ups and downs. We face problems in our own lives. The greatest resource we have is our relationship to the Lord, knowing that the Lord is with us, that he watches over us, that he cares for us, that he will guide us and protect us and empower us. It's where we always turn for help when we're going through difficult times and facing problems. And the psalmist David reflects on how God helps us in the difficult places of life in the 23rd Psalm. He says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Here we learn that even in the valley of the shadow, in the dark places of life, the dangerous places, the sheep is at peace because the shepherd is always with the sheep. And the shepherd knows his way through the valley. So that gives the sheep a sense of assurance. The most common emotional problem we all have that we face every day is the problem of anxiety, kind of a low-grade fear. It gets more intense on certain occasions by situations and other times we barely notice it. Mild worries, concerns, and all the way to full-blown panic attacks for some people. Anxiety lies at the root of all of our psychological disturbances, Psychologists tell us. Some theorists today propose that the underlying fear of death and the threat of non-being, non-existence is the root cause of all the other anxieties. And here the psalmist says that the answer for anxiety is assurance in God's presence with you, God's power to keep you and protect you, and God's guidance to get you through the valley of the shadow. And maybe today that's where you find yourself. You're in the valley of the shadow. You were on the mountain peak. Everything was going great. Everything was just like you wanted it in life. But now you're facing some challenges in your personal life or your health or your family or your kids or your finances or your job or your ministry. You find yourself in the valley of the shadow. But even there, the shepherd is with us, and that becomes our assurance If you're in that valley today, I want to reassure you that the Lord is with you. Trust him. He'll get you through that valley. He'll keep you in the valley safe. He'll get you through the valley. The valley of the shadow is an interesting phrase because the journey of faith and life itself is filled with dangerous places like valleys. Now, while there is an actual valley of the shadow, and I've been there on my trips to Israel a few times, they call it the valley of the shadow. It goes from Jerusalem all the way down to the Dead Sea in the south. 
It's called that because of its location and the way the shadow is cast over it all of the time, kind of hidden from the light of the sun. But the valley of which he speaks is also figurative. It's more than just a physical experience and certainly physical death. This passage we hear a lot at the homegoing of a person, the valley of the shadow of death. But death here is not just physical death. It means a place of difficulty, a place of darkness, a place of depression, a place of discouragement. Dreams can die. Hopes can die. Relationships can die. It's not just a statement the psalmist is making about the hope we have of heaven. It's about all of the other problems and difficulties and dark places and the valley of the shadow of death, of depression, of difficulty that we all pass through at times. And he says, the Lord is with me there. He leads me and guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, just like he leads us in paths of righteousness, he also leads us through the valley of the shadow. The phrase, the valley of the shadow in the Hebrew can also be translated the glen of gloom. In Isaiah 9, verse 1 and 2, when there's a prophetic announcement of the coming of the Messiah, it says, there will be no more gloom for those who lived in the land of the shadow. On them a light has dawned. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. That's Isaiah 9, verses 1 through 6. But notice that he describes the, the picture of humanity as living in a place of gloom and uncertainty and fear. And into that world, the light of Christ comes. Just remember that between all the great mountain peaks of life, you have to cross a valley. We all want to be on the mountain. We want to climb the mountain. We want to succeed. We believe in upward mobility. We believe in progress and growth. And yet to get to the top of the next mountain, you and I have to pass through the valley. So the valleys of life are just a normal part of life. When you're going through a valley, don't judge yourself. Don't think you've necessarily done something wrong and blame yourself because you're going through problems. As a pastor, I see many people go through that. They have problems in their life or with their health or with their kids, with their job. They, many people have asked me, have I done something wrong? Valleys are just a part of life. Jesus said in John 16, in this world you'll have trouble, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. It's just a part of life. It's a part of living in an imperfect world. So every mountain experience we have also is followed by a valley. It has ravines and what they call draws. We're all going to go through those places in our lives. Now, why the valley? Why does he talk about the valley? Why did he describe life as a valley? Why are valleys important to shepherds and sheep? The shepherd at times has to lead the sheep to the mountain peaks by way of the valley. In other words, the way you get to the top is through the valley. Nothing great comes easy for anyone. Sometimes you can look at a life of a person and think, man, everything just comes easy for them. But usually success and accomplishment has come at a great cost to people. If we just knew the backstory sometimes and the, the slow journey and process people have gone through, we would see that even though they may be on the mountain peak and we admire them for what they have achieved and where they are, if we really knew their story, we realize they've been through some valleys too. And the shepherd at times to get to the next valley, to the next pastures on, up on the mountainside, to get to the next mountain and to, to get the sheep where they need to be, they got to pass through that valley for three reasons. First of all, because the valley is the easiest grade. Sheep don't do well with real steep grades like a, a, a sharp mountain cliff. They can't climb up those strong grades of a mountain. 
So for them at times, the easiest way to get the sheep where they need to be to graze and to be safe, they have to go through a valley. And there are times in our own lives for us to get to where we need to be, we're going to have to go through a valley. And it can be dark in a valley and there's shadows in a valley. And yet it's important for us in life to realize that those valleys are the pathway to the mountain peaks of success. Second of all, the shepherd has to lead the sheep in the valley times because it's well watered. That's where the streams are because they need plenty of water like we all do naturally. We can't live but four days without water. Jesus talked about the need for spiritual water and spiritual refreshing in our lives. When he said, if anyone is thirsty, let him or her come to me and drink. Proud of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water in John 7, 37. So we too need water, spiritual water, spiritual refreshment. And many times that happens in the valley. How many times have you been in a valley and that was a time you really turned to the Lord and God used the Bible to speak to you in a prophetic way and to give you a personal promise? You found a great worship experience that just heals you of the anxiety that you were feeling and you had new faith in a valley, the valley experience, and yet you found a very special time with the Lord. I've heard many people testify that even though they were going through the toughest time of their life, they, they found God in a new way and had great spiritual experiences that shaped their lives. So the valley is well watered. And the shepherd takes them there intentionally. And third of all, the shepherd has to take them in the valley at times because it's, it's the best place for food along the route because the grass is lush and rich with nutrients in the valley because of the water. None of us really like the valleys of life, but the fact of the matter is they come with the territory of life. And at times, if we trust the Lord to lead us, the Lord will lead us into that valley. But he's with us. He takes us there to nourish us. He takes us there because of this season is the easiest way to the next pasture. It's the easiest way to the mount peak of success. And he says, I'm always with you. That's what David says. I will fear no evil, no anxiety, no worry about this valley I may not like the valley. I may not know this valley. The valley may look frightening to me, but I'll fear no evil. What a place to live when you and I can fear no evil. And evil here is not just spiritual evil like sin or we even talk about evil powers in the world. We see evil in politics. We see evil in governments. We see evil in violence on our streets. We see evil in crime. It's not just that type of evil, but the Hebrew word also means something that's bad and harmful for us. He said, I'm not going to fear any evil in any shape, form, or fashion because you, Lord, are with me. Notice how he turns this psalm as a conversation to God. He starts it off as a declaration for us all to share in his affirmation. The Lord is my shepherd. It's like he's making a personal confession, which I would encourage you to do. I often quote this psalm as a declaration. The Lord is my shepherd. When you're going through some frightening times, this is a good one to quote if you can. If not, take it out and read it and declare it. Walk around your home if you have to. Just declare it wherever you are. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I will not going to lack any good thing. I'm going through this valley, but I'm not going to fear any evil. I will fear no evil. You can declare that every time you feel anxious and worried. I will fear no evil. Notice he turns it to worship. For you, Lord, are with me. He, in that moment, speaks directly to God. He praises God for his permanent presence. Now, notice David says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow. And the key word here is the word through, not getting stuck in the valley, not staying in the valley, but rather passing through the valley. It is the hope and the belief that we can get through a valley that gives us confidence in life. And when you lose hope, 
everything in your life turns sour. The physical body responds to hope. There's a whole body of research of people that are going through illness. If they believe they can get better, if they believe the treatment they're taking will help them, their bodies recuperate much faster. Their chances of getting well are far greater. When a person gives up all hope of living, of being healed, it has a debilitative effect even on their physical bodies. You're not going to stay in that valley. You're going to get through it. Now, I want you to believe that you're going to get through it and have the hope, the optimism to know that God's going to help you get through it. The valley is a dangerous place for the sheep. They're subject to the attacks of predators, mudslides, thunderstorms, and heavy rains, and falling rocks. Yet, in the midst of all of those threats, the sheep feel confident. So much so that the psalmist says, in spite of all the potential problems of life, that's what we worry about, isn't it? The potential problems. In spite of all the things that could happen, I will fear no evil, no harm, no danger, because you, Lord, are with me. What an amazing statement of worship to make when you feel anxious and worried and you're you're worried about the mudslides and thunderstorms and the falling rocks in your own life. And what might happen next? Many people feel that way in the world. What can go wrong next? Just say, Lord, you're my shepherd. You are with me. And even in the midst of all the challenges of the valley, it is the presence of the shepherd that keeps the sheep calm so that the sheep fear no evil. His presence is our peace. Whatever valley you're going through today, you have no need to fear any evil or harm or danger, for the Lord is with you. Join me in prayer. Thank you, Father, for your presence. Thank you for this beautiful psalm and how it reminds us of how life really is and that you are with us even through the valley of the shadow. I pray that you'll give people today new hope, new expectation that they can get through the valley they're in today. They're going to get through it. Own to new pastures, new seasons, new opportunities in their life. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining me. I'm getting a lot from this study, as I'm sure you are as well, just reflecting upon God's promises in our lives. Let me encourage you to download the Mount Perrin app. If you don't have it today, let's stay connected. The ministry is here to serve you and your family. And also connect with me on social media. Join the social media. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Pastor David Cooper, and let's stay connected. Take time to listen to other teachings, grow in the Word of God. Sunday's coming. I'm looking forward to seeing you for worship this Sunday on campus or online. Invite someone to church. Invite someone to worship. I love you. I'm praying for you. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for joining me today as we've shared together the Word of God. Let me ask you to download the Mount Perrin Church app today so that we can stay connected and you can see all the great services and resources available for you and your family. Follow me on social media and also the Mount Perrin Church family. I look forward to seeing you in church to worship on campus and online. God bless you. Have an incredible day.